everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we dive in, make sure you grab your phone, share this episode today on your social media, make sure you tag me. I always love to know who is tuning in. And now, buckle up, embrace for impact. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today is going to be an extremely exciting episode because we are going to be diving in and talking about the formula for your breakthrough. How many of you are looking to finally shatter that glass ceiling? You're looking to level up in your marriage, in your uh, finances, in your business, in your career. It does not matter. I am super excited. Earlier this week, I was reading in the Bible and uh, this passage of scripture like freaking stood out to me and it is like the step-by-step formula, exactly what Jesus did to get the miracle, to get the breakthrough. And I want to download that to you today. Now, as always, anytime I open up the Bible, y'all know I ain't a theologian. You know that I'm going to mispronounce things. And uh, I might even take something out of context, but here's the deal. It does not uh, denote the fact or denounce the fact that what I'm about to say to you is like freaking gold. In fact, you need to share this with someone. Who do you know that just needs that breakthrough. They are on that hamster wheel of life. They're ready to throw in the towel and they forgot why they're fighting. They forgot what the mountain is that they are working towards or that they are climbing. Maybe they're tired. Maybe they're exhausted. Maybe they're ready to throw in the towel. This is going to be the message for them. So the formula for your breakthrough. Let's dive in. I'm actually reading out of the book of Mark. Um, You can also find this story in other uh, 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 books in the New Testament. Um, but I am specifically reading out of the book of Mark and it is chapter five. And it was, uh, Jesus was on the way. There was a leader in the synagogue. He told Jesus, come to me or come with me, come to my house. My daughter is sick and Jesus decides to follow him. Okay. And so, uh, in the midst of Jesus's journey on the way to this leader's house, These other people came to the leader. Jesus overhears the conversation and they tell the leader that his daughter is dead. So we're picking up in uh, chapter five, verse 36. It says, Jesus overheard them and said to the man, Jarius, Jarus, I don't know how to say his name. Jesus says to him, don't be afraid, just have faith. So number one, we've already established you have faith in something, right? You got to have faith in Jesus. You got to have faith in a higher power. There is going to be a point where you take yourself as far as you can go. This man physically cannot bring his daughter back from the dead, right? Like now she gone, she gone, and there's nothing he can do. So no matter what, whenever you're talking about wanting a breakthrough, you've got to know there's a higher power there. I pray to God that you believe in Jesus Christ, okay? And if not, you need to message me. We need to have a conversation. Uh, And if you don't, I welcome all walks of faith. I believe in Jesus, so that's always what I'm going to teach. But it's so important. That is like the foundation. That is the foundation for the breakthrough is Jesus looks at him. Jesus could have said, bro, I got it. He could have said, nah, how are we on the way to save it? Like that's in my head. That's how Jesus would talk. Okay, that's fine. And, uh, but no, he says, have faith, have faith. Okay, so that's like the foundation of this breakthrough. But there were five things that Jesus did that I thought was so stinking profound. So let's talk about it. Um, so it says, uh, starting in verse 38, When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion, weeping, and wailing. Remember, girl's dead, okay? 
He went inside and asked why all this commotion and weeping. The child isn't dead. She's only sleeping. Now, in Matthew, it actually says they were playing funeral music as well. And so then it says in verse 40, the crowd laughed at him. Okay, so Jesus said, why all the commotion? The crowd laughed at him. But he made them all leave. He took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha Comb, which means little girl, get up. And the little girl who was 12 years old immediately, immediately stood up and walked around. So here's the deal. This leader comes to Jesus. Hey, my daughter's dying. She's on her deathbed. I need you to come to my house. Jesus is in transition to the house. Other leaders come, say, hey, your daughter, she's already dead. Jesus overhears. He says, have faith. He shows up to the house. There's this massive crowd behind him with him. He has his disciples there. He walks into the scene. There's weeping and crying and wailing. There's funeral music playing around. They have pronounced her dead. They are now mourning the loss, okay? And Jesus steps on the scene, says, why is all of this going on? Why is there weeping? Why is there crying? The girl is not dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughs at him. In the midst of the miracle, the crowd is laughing at him. He goes inside. He takes just the immediately family, uh, family, his disciples. He holds her by the hand. He uh, tells her, little girl, get up. Immediately, she stands up and walk around. So what's the five things that Jesus did that you can do, that you can adopt in order to have your breakthrough? What is that thing you're fighting for? What is that glass ceiling you need to shatter? What is that mountain you need to go over? Here's five things that Jesus did. Number one, he showed up. He showed up. Some of us are trying to fight battles sitting on the freaking sidelines. Like, sis, it's not working for you. It's not like you're nothing but a spectator. Stop trying to take a back row seat looking at your situation. The only way to your mountain is through your mountain. You can't be trying to find the shortcut. You can't be trying to find the detour. No, Jesus showed up on the scene. He was very present in the midst of it. Too many of us are trying to run from our problems. We're trying to run from success. We know the things that we need to do. We know we need to be disciplined. We know we need to be present. We know we need to be in proximity of better things in order for a better life. Why don't we do it? Because we won't show up. We literally will not show up. Some of you, that is your only problem. You'll make every excuse in the book not to show up. You will jam pack your calendar not to prioritize your family, not to prioritize your business, not to prioritize your health. And you wonder why you're not changing. Well, guess what? Jesus is showing us the formula. Number one, he showed up. He put himself in the game. He became present. The second thing he did, he denounced what he saw. He used his voice. He said, why all this commotion and weeping? The girl isn't dead. She's only asleep. How many of us are showing up to our breakthrough? We're thinking, we're thinking I can do it. We want to say all these cute, fluffy affirmations. No, how many of us are denouncing it? How many of us are like stopping those negative thoughts the moment we have them? I have been uh, walking through a lot of things behind the scenes and I kind of got to this place where it was like I could have faith and confidence for everybody else. I could have belief for everybody else, but I started to like lack it within myself. Are you like that too? Like you had the ability to like do all these great things for other people. You could lead other people. You can tell them what to do. You can have faith and confidence and download a game plan for them, whatever. But when it comes to yourself, it's a little difficult, okay? And so I got to the point where I was like, sharing this stuff with Jason. And I was just like, man, I don't know if I can. I don't know. And he was like, you know, 
at some point, all the stuff that you do for other people, like you're going to have to do that for yourself too. You tell other people to like stop thinking negative thoughts and walk them through how to do that. Like at some point, you're going to have to do that for yourself too. Like you're going to have to teach yourself as well. And it reminded me how much like sometimes I am trying to fight my own battle in my head. How does that even freaking make sense? Like, how does that even make sense? The battle is in my head and I'm trying to like fight it in my head. I'm trying to like meet my, no, 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 no. Like I need to start speaking it out. I need to start, why would I even think that negative thought? Why would I even like, what is going on? What is all this chaos? Like, of course I'm gonna cross the mountain. Of course I'm gonna conquer this. Of course I'm gonna have that breakthrough. Of course I'm gonna drop these 10 pounds that I gained in quarantine. Praise God, right? It's like Jesus denounced it. He used his voice. Too often, we are so afraid to just speak up. We are so afraid to just use our voice. Why? Uh, Fear of commitment, fear of success, fear of being held accountable, fear of rejection, fear of being laughed at. Well, guess what? He got rejected. He shows up on scene and he says, why is all this weeping and crying? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him. The crowd laughed at him. So he shows up, he denounces what he saw. But number three, he eliminated the doubt. You guys, no matter where you're at, no matter what mountain you want to conquer, no matter what breakthrough you want to cross over, no matter what it is in your life, there will be doubt. There will be opposition. There will be something that makes you question, do you really want it as bad as you want it? You cannot stop that. So many people are sitting on the sidelines because they're like, well, I don't want to face the rejection or, oh, I don't want to make a mistake or I don't want to fail. And that's how you talk in my head. That's how I hear your voice, right? And so, <laughs> and so you know, but Jesus didn't do that. Just like, oh, I can't show up because the crowd would laugh at me. No, he literally said what he said. The crowd laughed at him and he said, the crowd laughed at him, but he made them all leave. He made them all leave. So he didn't sit there and like entertain them. He didn't justify himself to them. He didn't try to explain to his haters what was going on. He didn't try to defend his online business. He didn't try to justify why his kid was acting the way it was. He didn't do anything like that. He eliminated the doubt. He removed the doubt. He removed the distraction. On your way to your breakthrough, are you going to be in proximity of people that have faith for you. Because once he eliminated the doubt, he removed the crowd. He only took in the room the girl's father, mother, and his three disciples. The people who had faith, the people who wanted the situation to change, the people who wanted to embrace his miracle. Are you going to be, who are you in proximity to, right? Are you willing to remove the doubt and distraction? Most of you aren't willing to pay the price. That's why you're at where you're at, okay? You can show up, You can say with your voice, I don't want that. But when it comes time to removing the people from your life, will you do that? Most of you won't. You don't want to give up those childhood friends. You don't want to give up that family member. And it's not like we're like saying I hate you, but we're saying, hey, I'm in the midst of my breakthrough. I need you. I'm going to love you from over there. Jesus didn't say he hated the crowd. He wasn't like, y'all a bunch of losers. Look what I'm about to do. None of that, right? but he needed to remove them from the situation. If you want breakthrough, there will be people on your journey that you have to remove. Some of them could be your best friends. Some of them can be your closest confidants. Some of them could be like your family, 
your family, but somewhere along the way, there is going to be someone, there is going to be something out of your control. This is the crowd. This is the crowd that's like following Jesus, that wants to see his miracles, that witnessed him like healing a lady who had internal bleeding, right? Like, or whatever, like all, like the woman with blood, like this is the crowd, people that are following this man that are probably like witnessing his miracles. And in the midst of the miracle, in the middle, in the midst of it, there's doubt, there's confusion, there's questioning, they're laughing at him, they're mocking him. You will go through the same thing. What are you going to do? Are you going to do what he did? Uh, He made them all leave. (laughs) Toodaloo kangaroo. He didn't sit back and say, "Mm, maybe I can't do it. How many of you go there? I know I can. It is easy for me if I do not feel the support externally, it almost makes me second guess internally. Ooh, do I really have what it takes? Am I really good? Now, I've grown through this. I've gotten a lot stronger. Doesn't mean that I've like conquered the mountain. Doesn't mean that it's not like a skeleton in the closet, right? I still walk through these moments. My natural disposition can be to people, please. I want people to like me. I want people to approve of me. I want people to talk well of me. But my calling, that's not who I am. I am not called here to make you happy. I am called here to help you grow. And you need to know in the midst of the miracle, that's not time to start doubting. It's not time to start throwing in the towel halfway through the month, halfway through an opportunity, halfway through your marriage. It is the time to eliminate the distractions. It is time to eliminate the doubt. And that's exactly what Jesus did. The fourth thing he did Oh, I love this one. He took hold of it. He took hold of this situation. It said, he walked to the room where the girl's laying, holding her hand. He was close in proximity. He was able to touch the thing. He was able to touch the thing. Are you wanting your situation to change? Are you wanting your breakthrough to come? But are you not in close proximity? Are you not willing, like, are you not close enough to touch the healing? Are you not close enough to touch the breakthrough? What are you doing to get close to it? What are you doing to stay more in proximity of your breakthrough happening than it falling apart? Than you going back to a situation that you prayed out of. What are you doing? It's your action. The little girl wasn't like, hey, Jesus, grab my hand and I'll wake up. No, Jesus went to her, went to the situation and he held it. You guys, there's so much power in that. How are you going to have that faith where you clench onto something like, oh, where you just like clench onto it and you're like, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go until I have my breakthrough. I'm not letting go until I hear from you. I will never forget two years ago, there was a moment, uh, for those of you that don't know, I run, um, an online business. I coach hundreds and thousands of women through online, you know, all this stuff. Cool. So, uh, two years ago, Um, I had left, uh, we had this huge annual conference that I got to speak at, whatever. I left the conference. And when I left the conference, I was in a position where I needed to like hear from God. I needed to hear, like I was in a moment of doubt. I was in a moment of, like I needed to hear the voice of the Lord. And I, I remember sitting at my desk and I just said, Jesus, I don't know how, but I am not going to sleep until I hear from you. I am not going to sleep until you tell me something. I am not going to sleep till you drop a word in my spirit or something happens. You guys, I sat at my desk and read for almost two to three hours. It was like two and a half, three hours until I got a message from someone in my company, had no idea. They messaged me and said, hey, are you awake? Feel like God told me to tell you something. 
are you freaking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't make this stuff up, you guys, okay? And so I am telling you, when you're in a position where you want something, you need to hold on to it. You need to be in proximity. You need to say, I'm not walking away. I'm going to grab this thing. I'm going to uh, have the faith that it's going to work out. And uh, I'm not letting go until I get it, okay? And that might mean continuing to walk the mountain, walk the mountain until you can climb it. That might mean it's, it might not happen in two and a half or three hours for you, right? That, that was just one time. I can give you like a, a sleuth of times that I prayed for God to speak to me. And I was like, I don't feel nothing. <laughs> okay. Like we all have those moments too, but he took hold of it. He took hold of it. Uh, stop running from the thing and be in close proximity in order to touch it. But the last thing that he did was he spoke to the situation. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it says, holding her hand, he said, Talitha Kom, which means little girl, little girl, get up. And the little girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. Immediate transformation, immediate healing, immediate breakthrough. He spoke to it. He spoke to it, you guys. How many of you are speaking to it. How many of you are uh, walking up? You know, it's easy for us to like denounce what's going on. It's easy for us to use our voice to tell something to stop. It's easy for us to say, I no longer want this to happen. I no longer want it to be this way. But are you speaking the breakthrough? Are you saying it's going to work out? I have faith. My marriage is going to succeed. I am going to get that promotion. I am worthy. I am qualified. How many of you have the boldness to do that? I'm not talking about a fluffy affirmation. I'm not talking Jesus was like, maybe kind of, sort of, please, if you're, if you can move, you know, blink twice if you, if you alive. <laughs> like he didn't do any of that. No, he had boldness. He said, little girl, get up, get up. He proclaimed. There was that faith. There was that confidence. And a lot of it was in who he was. But the great thing about that is if Jesus is on the inside of you, you have that same boldness, confidence, and belief within yourself through Jesus, through his strength, right? And even when you're weak, he can still move. Even when you, you doubt, he can still move. But he's literally giving us a formula. He showed up. He denounced what he saw. He eliminated the doubt. He took hold of it. Ugh, that might be my favorite one. Like, take hold of it. Okay. And he spoke to the situation. How are you going to implement this? And how are you going to take this formula for your breakthrough? How are you going to improve your marriage? How are you going to improve your parenting? How are you going to improve your relationships? How are you going to improve your mindset? How many of us, the breakthrough, like, oh, Heffa, it's in our head. 80% of life is in your mindset, right? If you believe you can, then you will. How many of you are finally going to shatter the glass ceiling where you allow yourself to believe that you're worthy? You allow yourself to believe that you have confidence. Well, you get to do this as well. You get to show up every single day and be intentional. You get to denounce the negative thoughts. You get to eliminate the doubt and the distractions, whatever that looks like. Whatever is in your external that is rocking your internal, remove it remove it. Okay. Cause you are not strong enough to combat that. Not yet. Okay. He took hold of it. Take captive every thought. How are you managing your thoughts? How are you have that self-awareness of what you're thinking, when you're thinking, why you're thinking it? Yeah. It's going to take work. No one said it was easy. Okay. Someone said that the other day, they got on one of my, um, 
my Instagram reels have been like popping lately, okay? I've got one that's got like 3 million, one that's got like 2.8 million, one that just hit over a million. Like it's kind of crazy what's going on, on my Instagram right now. I had like 14,000 new followers in 10 days. Pretty cool. So if you're listening to this, welcome. Welcome to my show. <laughs> and um, and with that, someone was like, oh, you know, you make it sound so easy. It's really not that easy to change your mindset. <laughs> I didn't say it was easy. I never said it was easy. I've never showed up and been like, oh, this is so easy. It's like a walk in the park. No, there's a reason the 1% is the 1%. And I'm not talking about finances right now. There's a reason breakthrough happens for very little people. There's a reason the bottom is heavy, no matter what pyramid you're looking at, okay? Everything in life is a pyramid. There's a reason the bottom is heavy because most people won't implement. Most people won't stay committed. Most people throw in the towel. Most people won't do the work. Because it's easier to complain. It's easier to sit back and complain about your lack of breakthrough or complain how hard it is. Baby, this ain't easy. Are you kidding me right now? But you can still do it. You can still eliminate the doubt. You can take captive, hold it by hand, embrace every single thing, and you can speak to your situation. The moment those doubts come in, that disbelief come in, uh, You can denounce that and you can start speaking. No, in the name of Jesus, I know I have confidence. I know I'm worthy, boo-boo. Like, come at me and tell me I'm not worthy of all the goodness Jesus has for me, right? You can do that. And my friend, I'm telling you right here in Mark 5, like, what an incredible formula. And so that is my gift for you today. I want you to take this formula and whatever that barrier is, whatever that breakthrough is that you need in your life, this is it. This is how you do it. This is what you can do step by step by step. What step are you on? Because once you can define it, you can defeat it. So go figure it out. What's that breakthrough this week that you need to conquer? That you, and it's going to be longer than a week, okay? Oh, it's going to get done in seven days. I never said that, okay? But what's that thing that you're going to say, this is my next step. My next, my next step is to finally stop smoking. My next step is to put the donuts down. My next step is to prioritize date night. My next step is to believe I can crush that financial barrier. The next step is to build worthiness, value, and belief on the inside of me. You have what it takes. You have what it takes and you can do it. I am always rooting for you, my friend. I believe in you. Make sure that you connect with me on social media. Feel free to message me. Feel free uh, to let me know what level you're at currently right now. I would love to hear from you and uh, just know that I'm rooting for you and I'm believing you and I am believing that your breakthrough is coming sooner than you think. Love you guys and talk to you soon.